Welcome to episode number 146 of the Towel Lake Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And we do have some news that we got to get to, of course. Um, but I did want to take a, just a moment of respect to actor Sid Haig, who passed away this week. Um, most notably from the Rob Zombie uh, recent movies like House of a Thousand Corpses and Three from Hell and, and Devil's Rejects. And just want to give a moment for um, his, his great acting career because he's, he's done a ton of stuff. So, yeah. Okay. All right, Sid Haig, you will be missed. So let's get on to some Marvel news. Um, first things first, Disney Plus has confirmed that they will be featuring some of the deleted scenes and special features from the Marvel movies. What do you think about that, Chris? This is, this is stellar. Uh, I just, as we kind of have moved into our, you know, um, not buying Blu-rays anymore. We buy a lot of things on Voodoo, uh, so we share that account, you know. So it's the more that the companies do this, um, the less physical media you have to have in your, your house, the better. Um, yeah, they could probably shoot some exclusive ones to make you buy the disc. Um, but to be honest, these run-of-the-mill ones should be available to everyone, especially if you're paying for a service. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely, I agree. Um, and then we did get a little short release to the public um, from Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, it's a little Peter Porker uh, thing where John Mulaney is the character. And uh, if you liked what he did in Into the Spider-Verse, um, or if you don't have the Blu-ray, it's available now to the public. They released it online, which is cool. Yeah, more, more Spider-Verse plays. Best Spider-Man movie ever. Let's, let's keep it going. Agreed. Uh, all right, so DC better news. A um, couple rumors real first for the Batman. Yeah. Uh, possible Jeffrey Wright cast as Commissioner Gordon. Uh, you can see him now on Westworld and the Bond movies, etc. And then maybe Jonah Hill in a secret role. They did not want to announce. Um, obviously, everybody, I don't know if it's obvious, but I feel like everyone's mind went to uh, Penguin. Because <laughs> nobody, um, nobody's paying attention. Has anybody seen Jonah Hill? That dude is like, he's lost all that weight. He's ripped. He's doing jujitsu. This dude, he could be, they're even saying like the Riddler. So yeah, if you guys want to, I mean, I'd love to see him in as a penguin. I think that would be a decent role for him. But Jonah Hill is not that fat boy, I remember. So uh, who knows? Jonah Hill's a great actor. So um, that's perfect. Jeffrey Wright, that, that casting is awesome. If that happens, I'm 100% behind that and more. Yep. I agree with, I, like you said, I'd take both of those. Um, mm -hmm. Joan Hill could be the Riddler. I could see him being a Hugo Strange even. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So, you know, we've got, the thing with Batman is that there's so many different people that they could, they could go with. And um, Joan Hill is a great actor. So um, over on the Arrowverse, Tom Welling and Erica Durant will be reprising their roles as uh, Lois and Clark for Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, you know, Keep building up that multiverse. <laughs> yeah, this this uh, confirmation took long enough. Um, the Tom Welling one. Erica Durant, that makes sense. I mean, she was on Supergirl. as Supergirl's uh, Kryptonian mother. Um, so that's an easy one. Uh, but to get them both together to, like we said, reprise their roles, um, go on that set that they used for, <laughs> for Superman and Supergirl last year. Um, so, you know, Smallville is alive and well. In the CW verse, and this is only going to make it even better. So that that crossover, 
I can't even like I can't even <laughs> I'm not even ready for that to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Everything you see about it just seems insane. So um I'm excited to see Tom Welling back uh in Clark's role. That should be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, over in Titans World, um we I did not look, but it is out there. A look at Nightwing costume. We knew we've been talking about it. He's got to be that character. Um, so that I did. You look at it or no? I didn't have the choice. Um, it was sometimes in my feed articles will populate with the pictures, and it was there, and I kind of flashed by it. Um, so I did get a look at the fuzzy one. I haven't looked at the clear one. Um, because I've been trying to avoid it, to be honest. I really don't want to see a live action Nightwing until it's on the screen. I've been waiting way too long for this. I like, um, what is his name? Brenton Thwats, or whatever his name is, is as Dick Grayson in the show. Um, and this past episode, they did a lot of cool stuff um, just reestablishing Dick Grayson as a badass. So I'm ready for, for Nightwing to show up. Um, it's inevitable. It's been on the docket since the since this show was even rumored for TNT. So um let's get on it where let's get this nightwing reveal going please <laughs> i 100 percent agree with that um sticking along with titans news aqua lad um he suggests that there was a there was a tragedy that split the team think- yeah let me let me kind of take this because i wrote this kind of funny yeah. um so this past episode spoiler alert for you who have not watched it um Something happened to divide the Titans. Uh, they broke up. There's a lot of bad memories for when they all go back to Titans Tower. Um, now, when I'm thinking about it, we were like, all right, well, they've, they've introduced Roy. Where's Wally? This was something that we talked about recently. Um, maybe one of the members got killed by Deathstroke because that's what they're alluding to in the show. Um, if it's not Wally West, who knows if they even put a flash in this show. But the, the latest speculation that I have is that all of these pictures we see of Aqualad are from the past. Um, you got Robin in his Robin suit. You got them all in their costumes. So these looks we're getting are from the past mostly. And I have the, I'm speculating that he was the one that was killed um, by, by Deathstroke. I like that. Well, I don't like the speculation, but I no. understand <laughs> it and I believe in it. And um, it would not be surprising if that became the truth. So, you know, we are going to see Aqualad. He was in the previews. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that episode will probably reveal some interesting things. Um, all right. And then Young Justice Outsiders um, is on digital now. And it will be, be out on DVD on 10-22. Um, I'm also writing up uh, next week's Tuesday Blues Day on 10-1 uh, is Doom Patrol Season 1. So, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So if you've been waiting to get those... Um, the problem is that I don't think they put any extras on these things. And, that's that's um, a big that's a big mistake. To I be honest with you, agree. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, <clears throat> yeah, um, hey, watch the show on DC Universe. Maybe we can try to promote this even more by adding the special features into the DVD release. Like, should be because that's the stuff that there's so much stuff that goes with making a TV show. You know, there's so many episodes and so many hours into it that. There's plenty of content. So I'd love to see that. But like you said, if it's not included, then what are they doing? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's dumb. So why is it not on the streaming service? <laughs> there you go. There you go. So hopefully it is. I don't know. I, I, I didn't look like it. 
Same okay. thing with Young Justice. So, and I know there's extras for that because there was that whole series that they did put on DC Universe. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Uh, jumping over to comic news, um, can you take this one? Because I I know you're more excited about it. I can. As we speculated last week uh, with Batman Day this past Saturday, we knew that Tom King uh, was leaving after Batman 85. There was no announcement yet of the creative team taking over. Well, we got that announcement on Batman Day. And so um, James Tinney in the fourth and one of my personal favorite artists, Tony Daniels, uh, will be taking over in issue 86. Uh, so whatever's going to happen after the fallout of City of Bane. But um, the article I was reading also put that put in that they have plans to bring back Nightwing, a.k.a. Dick Grayson, not Rick Grayson, uh, who is suffering from amnesia right now in probably my least favorite Nightwing uh, arc as of ever uh so uh so please bring back nightwing so i can enjoy reading nightwing comics again for those of you out there that have enjoyed this that's fine that's 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 i get it but um i just personally did not like this uh this direction they took my favorite uh character bat boy in you know yeah (laughs) so um also uh coming in december uh december solicitations are out uh for all comics uh across the board so uh, one of my highlights from DC is uh, Tom Taylor and Bruno uh, Redondo's Suicide Squad number one, uh, going back again, not rebooting it, but, you know, starting off fresh. Uh, so we'll see what's going to happen. Uh, I guess the plot line, of course, is Harley and Deadshot have to deal with uh, the team, their new team, which was uh, a team they were actually hunting before. So there'll be plenty of antics, I'm sure, with that. So. Uh, Suicide Squad number one, December. Yep. Super excited about both of those. Good writers on, on both teams. Good writers yeah. and artists on both teams. So, yeah. That's, Actually, that's that's I want to interject because um, Tom Taylor has been doing all those Age of Res- Resistance comics as well. So, um, I, I like Tom Taylor from Injustice. He's been doing uh, Deceased, uh, which has been very interesting. So, Tom Taylor's doing hard work across, across all the publishers. So, yeah. good for him. Yeah. For him. Um, Valiant, they just, just a tease. They said that Woody, uh, Quantum and Woody will be back in 2020. Um, you know, we, good comic, haven't really seen those two boys in a while and their dad, who's a goat. Um, and, you know, is there a tie in to what the Russo brothers are supposed to do? Is that still a thing, you know, with their live action yeah. show? I don't know, but I thought that was a curious tease when I got that email today it is because quantum woody they just had a series in 2016 so 2016 to 2017 so i just maybe maybe it was 2017 even so um i don't know it's kind of weird because it's not really a oh wow quantum woody are back again for another series great that just happened so yeah i i would speculate that it has something to do with the show and i would hope because at the same time, it's with these, you know, what we talked about last week with the bloodshot, the harbinger uh, news. It's kind of like uh, the status of the Valiant the extended universe, if you want to call it that. It's kind of up in the kind of up in the air right now. Yeah. Um, and just to piggyback off what you said. Yeah. The last time that they had a series was in late 2017. Okay. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know how long it was going on for. Actually, it was, yeah. it was like 12, 15 issues or something like okay. that. I yeah. think it was, it was one of their, 
maxi series, whatever okay. you want to call them. Yeah, it went off a little bit. Okay. Um, so we'll see when those guys come back. Um, Miller Millar, um, my favorite writer, tweeted out a little surprise thing. He said that on twelve eighteen, um, they're gonna show like a little Christmas release of a sequel to one of the most beloved comics in the, the Millar world. His words, um, you know, there's already Hit Girl and Kick Ass going on, so. It's probably not that. Um, I, you know, as far as, as for me, it would be either Nemesis or uh, Super Crooks, which would like blow my mind because that world didn't even get tapped in a six issue series. Um, so, you know, we'll see what it is right now. It's kept under wraps, which means you can't pre-order it. <laughs> so um, should be interesting to, to see what that is. Any speculation you want to throw in there? Um, I, no, I, I, you know what my problem has been lately is I have not kept up on my Millar comics. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I would, I would love to see this Netflix stuff come to fruition. That's, you know, let's, I don't know. So, you know, if it's, if it's the original stuff that he's working with on Netflix, good. But I also want to hear more about this, this, this live action stuff too, or or cartoon, whatever the, the yeah, visual media, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, where is this stuff? <laughs> Stop writing comics and just make this happen already, please. Uh, no, no, no. This, yeah. <laughs> All right, so talk to me about um, what's next in L- Lemire world. Yeah, so uh, our, our, our one of our faves there, Jeff Lemire, um, he has actually has two, two interesting series coming out soon, uh, one from TKO and one from Gallery 13. Uh, so... You know, those, those, those companies might not be familiar to you, but that's also, I think, is awesome. Bunch of familiar that he does so much work, indie work, also with the big publishers and whatnot. So the first one is uh, called Sentient. Uh, it's, it is shipping this fall. Uh, it's going to be with himself writing and an artist, uh, Gabriel Walter, uh, who did The Vision. And um, so the, the premise is when the adults aboard a colony ship are killed, it is up to Valerie, the onboard AI, to help the ship's children survive. So that's uh, that's going to be you know you can buy the full series um, um, as individual comics, or you can buy the the paperback. So that's an interesting way to do it. Uh, and then coming soon also is a little book called Fraud Catchers, um, and so that's going to be Lemire on art and writing. So that's um, very very interesting. I have that pre-ordered. Uh, so. Looking forward to reading this. Uh, so this is about a man who wakes up in a creepy hotel with no knowledge of how he get how he got there. So um, weird, um, you know. I think a little little horror element to it as well. So I'm, I uh, I do love when he when he taps into that side of things. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you said it. He's one of the most prolific writers out there. Um, He's not afraid to spread himself between all the, all the places, you know what I mean? Every publisher, things that I don't even know about, you know? Um, so more power to Lemire and, you know, check out what he's done um, with these two new ones. So this is a good time to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, 
We're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. DFAT Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back after those commercials, and we are going to get into some TV slash streaming news. Um, first things first, the new Battlestar Galactica show, uh, which was coming to The Peacock <laughs> from Sam Esmail, uh, confirms that it is not a reboot after all, which some people thought it was going to be, um, which is exciting to me because there already was one in the 2000s. So, um, and as he said, like, why mess with perfection? This is going to be a new story within the mythology that will stay true to the spirit of Battlestar. So... That has me excited. I haven't read the old one, but I've always wanted to. And uh, what do you think about this? <laughs> well, you should watch it, not read it. Uh, <laughs> I'll also watch it. <laughs> no, it's freaking, yeah. it's one of the best shows. I, it's one of my favorite shows ever. Um, I will always say that, and I will always stand behind that. Uh, I wasn't a big Battlestar Galactica fan of the original show because I was too young for that. Um, and it has its place, you know, cheesy science fiction. It, it is. And it's fun, the old one. But this new, the one from the Ron Moore was an amazing show. Um, it was, it was, it was, it's sorely missed. And I'm very happy to see that they're building off of that um, instead of changing perfection, as you said. Yeah. Probably work that in when we get rid of the Arrowverse stuff. You know, when, when some of these shows start dying off which I'm a fan of, then I can start adding in new shows. <laughs> so yeah. Battlestar or old shows that I haven't watched. Um, as of right now, Disney Plus is open for pre-orders. So if you didn't pre-order it during that small window and get it at the discounted price because you're a dummy, yep. you can now uh, pre-order it now. Um, so get on it. Um, and then HBO <laughs> Max uh, just gave a two-season order to the Boondocks, which will be rebooted um but with series creator aaron magruder um he went on to say that you know he's excited to write things updated to the landscape uh of today um the original series comic book series came out almost 20 years ago and the show itself came out 10 years ago so Mm. um it's actually one of my favorite series i love Mm -hmm. it i've watched it actually many times over I read the comic when it was on the, uh, the the comic strip. So, yeah, I'm excited about this. Yeah, absolutely. Is that HBO Max the streaming service? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be the one that's Warner Brothers yeah, specifically. Yeah. 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 So, um, so, yeah. All right. So, in movie news, uh, the Micronauts are coming from the How to Train Your Dragon writer. Uh, Dean DeBlois, who will write and direct it. Um, Dean DeBlois did, uh, like I said, How to Train Your Dragon. And Micronauts has been one of those things that's been in development over at Hasbro for some time. I've never read the comics. There's a new comic. Um, I know there's also, obviously, the cartoon show from the 80s. 
I never was really into it, but I am into How to Train Your Dragon. So this has me excited. What I'm also into is, you know, these these companies actually doing what they said they're going to do. And, then, you know, they want to talk about bringing back Transformers and, and G.I. Joe and, and, and Mask and, and Micronauts and putting them all together in a cohesive universe. But do it already because you've been talking about it for years. So, you know, you're going to launch this with Micronauts, which a lot of people, you know, some people know. A lot of people don't know. So I don't know what the real overall plan is here. Yeah, I think that's one of those things where it's good and bad, right? Like it brings in a whole new audience of people who have zero idea what it is, i.e. Guardians, and then hopefully doesn't piss off people who do like the Micronauts. Right, but you don't have the Marvel Universe behind you already. The Guardians worked because of that. This is like, oh, we hate Transformers. Oh, maybe the new Transformers movie was better. Maybe, you know, like it was, but that's that's the general opinion of what Hasbro, you know, and whatever studio they work with, the results. So it's like, you know, come with us with a plan instead of just announcing all this stuff individually already. Come on. Where's the G.I. Joe movie? They, you know, they've been announcing like, oh, here's Snake Eyes. Here's, you know, all these people are in this movie, but we don't see anything else from it. So unless they're going to roll it out hardcore. And just say, you know, here's our plan. Doesn't it doesn't mean anything? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm gonna wait and, yeah. and hold my breath and and then see. Um, all right, so let's get into some gaming news. And I actually want you to take this because you pretty much wrote it all. <laughs> yeah. So um, you know, we're we've been talking about um, the game Ori, and so you know. Uh, the sequel comes out next year. It was just, um, what is it? Will of the Wisps or something like that. It was previewed this year. And I, you know, I'm not an Xbox person, so I never really knew what Ori and the Blind Forest was. And when, when I saw its trailer uh, for the new one, I just, it blew my mind. And so then, and then the definitive edition of the original from 2015 uh, was announced for Switch, which, you know, you and I both have. Um, and then they put out a beefy demo last week. Uh, which just totally, you know, reconfirmed that I got to buy this game immediately. So um, this Friday, Ori in the Blind Forest, the definitive edition comes out for Switch. So, you know, I had an awesome time playing that demo. It's beautiful. Made me cry. It's 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 one of those kind of games. Super fun. Super yeah. fun game. Um, can't wait to pick it up. Uh, next up, a uh, little blast from the past. Uh, Dark Forces 2 Jedi Outcast uh, is out this week for the Switch. Uh, so this is, uh, this is you know, a game that I, I really enjoyed back in the day. How it will translate into modern gaming um, and porting to, you know, these new systems. I don't know. Um, I did enjoy playing Dark Forces when it was ported. I do enjoy, you know, playing Bounty Hunter. So, um, yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to give it a shot, uh, but then again, I do own it on Steam, so it's it's tough for me to think about buying these these games for new systems. It's the price point of ten bucks is yes. where I'm kind of coming in, and I didn't realize this. It's for Switch and PS4. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I didn't. I I saw that today, so I was like, oh, I'm a PlayStation. Yeah. Um, you know, not to say that there's anything wrong with the Switch. I just prefer my PlayStation controller. So yeah, me too. That's that's where I kind of was like, well, you might have you might have got me. And for us, I bet you anything, 
in the fall or, you know, more further in the fall that they'll go down to like half price around like Black Friday time and be part of like a PSN sale. So I'll pick it up. I'll definitely yeah. pick it up. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of like, that's the other thing is it's not really easy for me to play steam games. So it's not preferred. Uh, it's not comfortable. You know, I'm sitting in my desk with my, my gaming PC. So it's just like, I would rather play it on my TV. Um, do you, speaking of the controller though, do you have the one where you plug in the switch controllers and it's a controller? I don't. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's, that's huge. Um, it's not as comfortable as the PS4 uh, controller, which is the greatest controller ever made, but um, it is, it is, it is a much different experience if you do get something like that. Um, just for a lot of games where it's not like weighed in both hands around. Cause that's annoying sometimes too. And for steam, if you hook it up to your television, it will play in big box mode. And, really? Yeah. So you, you can play those games on your television with, well, with specifically made for you to plug it in and play it on the television. Well, I may have to do that then. Yeah, try that. Just look up big box mode. It's it's on your it's in the menu on Steam. Okay. I'm not a big computer guy. You got me that computer, I and uh, <laughs> I've I've enjoyed it because now I own every Star Wars game ever. So yeah, which is only appropriate for me. So exactly. Uh, all right. So today um, is what is, what is their uh, monthly monthly little expo for PlayStation um, State of Play uh, is happening today. And so we're going to get announcement of, you know, next month's PS Plus games. Uh, and they're also saying that The Last of Us 2 uh, is going to be heavily featured in this this month's edition. So uh, if you're looking forward to news from that, uh, we're probably going to get an announcement date. There was one rumored of February 2020. Uh, so keep an eye out. That will be airing today at some point. I got to try to catch that. And we'll talk about that next week, I'm sure. Yeah, that means I have that much time to finish the first game. Yes, and you should. I will. Beautiful. I know. I love Naughty Dog. Love everything that they've done. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Yes. Uh, Lastly, in gaming news today, uh, on Batman Day, there was a cryptic message put out, I believe, I think it was from WB Montreal, um, who was responsible for the Batman Arkham Origins game. Uh, So there has been rumors that the next Batman Arkham game will feature the Court of Owls. Um, there's new evidence suggesting that uh, with some symbols that were uh, put out on the internet. Um, and also Scott Snyder tweeted something that was deleted. Uh, so I'm thinking that uh, this is only, this is only a matter of time before we, we hear about what's going to happen because it's, you know, Batman Arkham Knight was not, not the best of the series. It was, it was fun and I'm ready for a new one. So um Yeah. Core Owls would be a great step in the right direction. Let me just say, I read that article that you sent. Uh-huh. This is almost hitting you over the fucking head, saying that this yeah. is Court of Owls. Because on Batman Day, they lit up the Empire State Building, and they literally changed the symbol into mm-hmm. these Court of Owls symbols. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, Court of Owls. Like, at this point, just put it out. Just say it. You missed yeah. your chance on Batman Day. Scott Snyder, the fucking creator of Court of Owls, tweets it. Some other developers tweet it. Like, no, Court of Owls is coming. And now, just just come out. I think they're probably scrambling and being like, okay, we screwed up. Now we actually need to make a big announcement of it. And how do we do that? Because right. at this point, just go ahead and do it. You've been teasing us for the last couple of years, which is fine. But you, you, may, you, you took over Batman Day's 
bat symbol to, exactly. to put exactly. out this message. So, and they did a translation of like Court of Owls is coming or like something about Ra's al Ghul coming. Like, come on, just get, get that shit going. And um, whatever the case may be, I'm excited. And that's all that, you know, I'm, I'm ready for a new Batman game. Like you said, Arkham Knight's fine. It, it's a good yeah. game. It's yeah. a good game, but it could be better. So, um, all right, so let's go over Star Wars news. Uh, Triple Force Friday comes out on the 4th of October. There will be a global stream um, to reveal what you're going to be able to buy on the 26th at 2 p.m. Eastern from Pinewood Studios. Um, I, you know, they've been leaking shit out here mm-hmm. this week anyway, so I already wanted the Mandalorian Black Series, and um, I think there's like a new Luke that I want, probably, right? Uh, the Luke, well, we'll talk about that in Pursuit in of Plastic. Pursuit of Plastic, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. But right. the, the, I guess we, had, we, we know a lot of stuff that's coming out. Um, there's a lot of, uh, displays already set up in stores. If you're on social media or if you're going to the stores yourself and you're taking those pictures, you're seeing them. Um, but, you know, Street Date, uh, doesn't allow these stores to sell that stuff until then. But, um, what I'm excited about is some more product reveals because I'm also not all about, uh, you know, Hasbro and um, just concentrating on them because they have a huge chunk of the market and there's so many other products out there, like, um, you know, other things that that should be featured. I'm hoping that, um, you know, Star Wars show did some stuff with, um, uh, what's the, yeah, I forgot his name from the Mandalorian, the Pop. Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah Pablo. Yeah. yeah. Pedro Pascal. Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Um, so if you want to watch that, that was on this week, uh, or it's on this week. I'm not sure if it is actually aired it, yet. It came out today. Today? Yes, Wednesday, yep. uh, Tuesdays, um, mostly. So a couple of days from now, you'll get to see that live stream. So get ready. But here's the other thing. It's like um, a little disappointed because I know that Jedi Fallen Order, and I made that mistake already yesterday talking to you, but it, the game's now scheduled for November. Um, I think it's, I don't know why, why they kind of get it out for Triple Force Friday. Yeah. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. You're right. I don't know why either. It's like, that would have been the perfect time, dummies. Um, Anyway, (laughs) talk to me about this next one. (laughs) All right. So uh, Charles Soule is responsible for the upcoming The Rise of Kylo Ren comic. Um, And so that, I believe, is coming out in December. And that will be uh, part part of the road to The Rise of Skywalker. And so Soule has come out and just ahead of time and saying that Kylo Ren's dark side origins may not please everyone. Now, I don't know if this is because now everybody has to kind of walk on thin ice when they're when they're dealing with Star Wars origins or or whatnot. What you know, I I don't know. I it's it's you know it's expectation versus reality as it always is. And unfortunately, people's expectations get a you know get a hold of them, and they and it's it's disappointing sometimes. So. I don't know if it's something that, you know, Charles Soule should be saying, coming out and saying that, or just let people deal with it, uh, because it is what it is. Yeah, that's what, you know, honestly, that's the way I take it. Like, I actually have zero expectations as to what Kylo, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I guess my expectation is Luke pushed him over the edge a, a bit, not even fully, but a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, Snoke took over from there, and... and um you know, I, I assume that the Knights of Ren are his classmates, mm-hmm. um, but fucked if I know. Maybe they're just 
random dudes out in the galaxy and he just happened to roll in there. So I, I don't know. I have, I have zero expectations. I like Charles soul as a writer. He's done great stuff with star Wars already. Like his, um, his Lando comic was freaking brilliant. What he did with Vader was a thing mm. of excellence. So whatever. I don't, I trust him. I'm going to yeah. read it. That's it. Game over. Uh, th- let's talk about this next point though. Not too in depth though. Yeah. Um, so Bob Iger wrote some memoirs <laughs> and in them um, has basically um, reconfirmed the, the facts that George Lucas was disappointed by the direction that Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams and company took uh, the sequel trilogy, uh, in particular, The Force Awakens. Uh, he shared his like he shared George Lucas's disappointment in the fact that they didn't use his ideas um, that he basically handed over to Disney as inspiration. I would say, um, and they went in a totally different direction without even paying any heed to, I want to say, the creators, the makers' um, words. Now, the thing about this is that, like it or not, George Lucas hasn't always been on the positive end of Star Wars criti- criticism either. So. Um, I'm a big critic of the prequel trilogy and that's all George Lucas right there. All of it, you know, um, his hands in the writing and the directing and, and everything. And it's just, it shows. And George Lucas, on the other hand, is one of the greatest storytellers of our generation um, of, 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 you know, of cinema history, you know, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so I, I'm reluctant, especially as a critic of the sequel trilogy uh, thus far, um, as being what we like to call member berries sometimes, using themes that were already used. It's very familiar. Now, with Ring Theory, that's one thing uh, where, yeah, things do repeat themselves, especially in Star Wars. Um, so it's it's a hard argument because I, I there are elements of the sequel trilogy I like, and um, there's parts of it that I, I really can't stand. So it's, it's interesting to hear um, when people do bring up things that George Lucas said, uh, you know, about them. I mean, you know, it's his baby mm-hmm. uh, for, for the most part for six films. And then he goes and has to hand it over. I think personally rogue one and solo are really good movies, especially mm-hmm. solo. And, and they're the ones that have little to, you know, they have nothing to do with the Skywalker trilogy or saga rather. The Skywalker saga, you know, I, I could say some things. You know, overall, I, I am enjoying myself because I'm a Star Wars fan, but I can mm-hmm. say some stuff. And George Lucas gets the right to say whatever the fuck he wants because he created it all. And um, if he thinks that they were a little bit too reliant on his movies, he's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Bob Iger's also right in saying they they kind of had to because they needed to bring in Star Wars fans again. So I see both sides of it. This could be a whole different podcast, so you know I can't go too far into this, but um, they're both right. And yeah. I'm just happy, though, we do exist in a world of, of Star Wars being out there. And, and that's the overall thing that I can say about it. Yeah, I just, the scope, of, the scope is this. Skywalker Saga ends in December. It needs to end in December. And they need to start doing other stories. That's it. It's a huge universe. It's a, gal- a galaxy universe whatever outer yeah. rim there's so many characters and 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 things to mine um and just to mention you know when when lucas was in charge of star wars um 
and everything legends, you know, everything went through him, everything, you know, he had to a okay, he had to say, I want this to happen, you know, these are your plot points, use them, but write the stories. So I, and I, and I really did like the extended universe and I is as, as, as convoluted as it got over 25 years, because it's a lot of stories. It still was a lot of fun. And I just kind of always felt it was like, there was good stories there. And what they did in the sequels were iffy at times. So, you know, I, I love Star Wars. That's it. Yeah. Star Wars forever. That's right. right. for Grace. Hashtag. That's that's right. (laughs) So what time is it? It is time for the pursuit of plastic. All right. So as mentioned before, um, we do have a new Luke Skywalker figure coming at us from Hasbro in the six inch black series figure size uh, scale. So um, what, what we're looking at now is the first look at the fall exclusive, um, which would be at the Berlin Comic Con to start. Um, then I think it goes on the fan channels uh, online. So there are opportunities to get this set. Um, it's it's a fancy box set with like, as they usually do, um, prior to releasing the regular version. So, I mean, if you want this look, uh, it's the Yavin Ceremony uh, slash Skywalker Strikes, I believe they're calling it, uh, from the comics, from the Marvel comic run uh, that was started off by Jason Aaron. Uh, So I always liked that design with his his yellow jacket. I thought it was, you know, it was very, uh, it was something that was just used at the end of Star Wars and never, you know, never seen again until, you know, until comic series. So, it's a great look. Uh, the figure, I think, is like the ninth Luke Skywalker for Black Series. Uh, so, you know, it's coming. No no metal, I don't think. It's weird because some pictures have it with it and some don't. And the latest promo pictures I've seen do not have the Yavin Ceremony uh, metal. So, yeah, we're looking at definitely more of the comic influence. I, so, Yak Face does have one with a metal that was updated an hour ago. Now so they're doing see. it. So, oh, shoot. Next update is not an accessory. Right. They've, they've been doing a lot of posts on social media where they've Curious. been showing the, the different shots. Yeah. And so the one, the one that was just, I think the one I looked at this morning was without it. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It would just kind of be weird if they don't put that in there. <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're right. That's true. Um, okay. What's next? Uh, next up, uh, Super 7 announced uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse reaction figures, uh, which are amazing. And so um, after watching a YouTube video full of Pee Wee Herman laughs last night, I just kept contemplating ordering these. I have not yet, but uh, they, are, <laughs> they are cool. And I would, love, I would love to add these to my reaction collection. Yeah, I think I, I want to say I saw them at Toy Fair. I'm almost... No, I'm positive I saw it. At you probably so. did. They're yeah. Out now they're released. Yeah. Uh, yep. they're, you can buy them, so you probably did see them. Yeah, I love Pee Wee. So yeah, these are great. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, finally today, uh, a couple new Mafex announcements. Uh, so we're getting Metacom's uh, versions of Chucky from Child's Play Two, which looks like it has soft goods. Um, his overalls look to be clothing. Um, and I don't know about the rest of them, but it looks like they're really kind of moving into that realm, uh, especially with like the Spider-Verse figures. They've been doing like capes, like soft capes for a while. Um, but 
not so much with like actual clothing. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see them adding that aspect, um, especially when you have a company like Mezco out there doing it at that scale. Uh, so uh, a lot more kind of I guess if you pick one figure from one line versus another, it's nice to have these different options if you're kind of into soft goods. Yeah. The, the only thing is, is like, okay, so it's an inch taller than the ultimate NECA figure that just got released maybe hmm. last year, I think. Um, it's big. It's big, but it's also $91. Well, you know, that's, that's on, that's on the American site. So that's what I want to, let me uh, kind of, preface that with 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 black manta because i went and ordered it um from amiami and so if you order from the japanese import sites they're like 20 bucks cheaper than ordering my like big bad toy store i don't know why i don't know if it's just the import cost that they 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 make money by 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 being the middleman basically um so they're 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 making an extra 20 bucks um by having you order them from their sites so i always say Check your Japanese import sites because you're going to get them cheaper. Um, the the price the price point is is wrong. <laughs> you know, I, I don't like that um, because I can get it shipped in my house for seventy bucks. You know, so uh, but kind of just the right off there, the Black Manta figure. Um, I'm not waiting for another one because that one looks amazing. Um, there's no point even waiting to see if Mezco makes one. The president won't probably because they've even made a. A, a movie Aquaman figure, except for the the Justice League one. Um, I like the Black Manta design from the movie, and you know, I've I've bought some Apex along the way to kind of add to my my DC collection. Yeah, this figure is effing great. Honestly, it just yeah. looks cool and it's articulated, and you know, that's the thing with those Mayfexes is that every once in a while, I think it's like their Wonder Woman two you have like. Yeah, they surpass Mezco. They surpass obviously DC collectibles. You know what I mean? And it's just like where it's it's such a it's a weird world. You know, same thing with like mm-hmm. Vader. You know, and like what where do you get like between a figure arts, a Mezco, a Mayfax? Like which one's going to be the best quality and the best version of it? Um, I do agree with you. I think this Black Mana is probably the, the definitive Black Mana that you're going to get other than a hot toys version of it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, like I would, I would spend the, whatever it is, $70 to get this one because um, going up against your Aquaman, this is probably the one to get. Absolutely. Absolutely. So perfect. Um, Where can you find us? We are at don't forget Uh, your daily source for news reviews, interviews, and more. Uh, so check out our geekly website and also uh, on social medias you can follow us on Facebook Twitter and the Instagram absolutely so guys as I like to say go read your comics this is Casey saying bye bye and this is Chris we'll see you next time 